Hello, and welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and today, as we count things we're thankful for, mine is loyalty. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind, and tossed. These two simple, clear, and powerful lines of scripture are changing the world around us and reminding us of the source of wisdom from which we can seek, while ensuring our faith is anchored. Wavering is the result of lack of loyalty, plain and simple. It is of this that we will share a few lines of insight. It is loyalty. Loyalty to true principles and true people and honorable institutions and worthy ideals that unifies our purpose in life and defines our morality. When we have no such loyalties or convictions, no standards against which to measure our acts and their consequences, we are unanchored and adrift. Driven with the wind and toss, says the scripture we read in James 1 and 6, well, it's just until some other storm or problem or appetite takes us elsewhere for an equally short and unstable period of time. Jeffrey R. Holland, Apostle of Jesus Christ. The other day I was reminded of something my father taught us from an early age. When we would go running to complain about a sibling, his words, There is only one thing I hate worse than a tattletale, and that is a liar. He was teaching us from a young age to be loyal to our siblings and learn to work out difficulties. He was also reminding us that true people are true to each other and the strength in families that exists when we speak no ill of others. Loyalty is described by the Virtues Project founders, Dr. Dan Popov, Linda Kavlin Popov, and the late John Kavlin emphasizes the meaning of practicing loyalty with a few simple and profound statements. One, I am steadfastly committed to those I love. Two, I stand by my loved ones through good times and bad. Three, my first commitment is to the truth. I am thankful for the person who stands loyally by the principles and people and institutions to which they have declared allegiance. The ones that would never betray the people are those who matter most. In Genesis 4, we learn of what happens to family when jealousy, anger, pride, and greed overtake a family member. His father in heaven asks Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And Cain fires back, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? The question each one of us are challenged to answer over and over in this mortal life. Consider for a moment the kind of treachery Cain introduced into the world. The betrayal of family, friends, and fellow citizens. His legacy is a chilling one, and his colleagues are innumerable, as this kind of treachery is found all around us, even today. I know that those of you reading and sharing this message are those who say, I am my brother's brother. I am my sister's sister. I see you as my spiritual brother and sister, for I can clearly answer the question, for what do I live? 
I live to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to love one another, to offer a helping hand to others. For those who will throw others under the bus, take credit for the work of others for personal gain, and believe it's a dog-eat-dog world, perhaps the poet Dante describes the best, the impact of disloyalty. Dante the poet does not rely on the image of fire for his description of their plight. The souls of traitors are held fast in a lake of ice, clearly the worst of sins against one's brother or sister are those of the frozen heart. Those who are disloyal to others have chosen a life isolated and immobile, a life in effect, hostile to life, for which the only adequate image is a sunless waste of ice. William F. McKay, A Catalog of Sins. In six short weeks, Christians will gather around the world to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, Redeemer of the world. He who knew what he lived for and never wavered despite temptations and afflictions. He ascended a difficult hill, had his friends who could not stay awake, had all of his disciples forsake him, and the one who betrayed him with a kiss. Judas, what motivated him? Maybe he didn't think it would turn out the way it did because as soon as it hit home what was happening, he tried to give the money back only to be laughed at and turned away. One who is disloyal may not have intended malice. He may even be convinced that he accomplishes a certain good by his actions. In these cases, it is well to be reminded that some kinds of betrayal have a way of producing results far beyond our control, a sequel more savage than we intended, found in A Catalog of Sins by May. Yet, it is also here in this hour, in absolute and utter loneliness, that loyalty to principle and love for one's brothers and sisters reaches its most exalted and eternal manifestation. Jesus Christ atoned for the pains of disloyalty, right along with other afflictions, for the malice spread by others, and much more. All of it. All of it. At this crucial time in our lives, knowing for what I live includes our deepest loyalties to the highest causes in eternity, those contained in the life and mission and message of the only begotten Son of God those whom we call family and friends. May we never waver in our loyalty to each of them. Today is a good day to give thanks for the virtue of loyalty, for the principles that ensure we speak no ill of others, and the recognition of the love of heaven and the gift of redemption. Won't you join me in giving thanks? Until next time, God be with you.